are listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. My name is John Clark, and this is the Jazz Focus. Thank you for joining us this week. And uh, we're going back a little bit to some very traditional New Orleans jazz for this week's program. We're going to feature uh, music from two or three sessions done for the Smokey Mary label. Smokey Mary was uh, the nickname of a, of, a, of a train, I believe, that passed through New Orleans. And... Uh, it gave its name to this particular record label, which existed from the middle 1960s to the middle 1970s. There was a tune called Smokey Mary that was recorded, composed, I guess, and recorded by the Bob Crosby Band in the late 1930s. Uh, and as I said, this uh, record label focused uh, during that period of the late, uh, mainly the late 60s and up to the mid-70s on New Orleans musicians who had been active in some cases since the 1910s. And uh, this was kind of their last hurrah in the recording studios, for many of them anyway. So we started out with two tunes uh, from a session, I believe, in 1974, and I say I believe because the discographies are a little confused here. We started out with Down in Honky Tonk Town, a nice uh, rousing performance that got more and more rousing. Uh, follow the dr- following the drum solo, the tempo sped up considerably, so we had a, a, a little uh, a cellarando all through the performance. And then we went there to a very uh, stately version of the St. Louis Blues, featuring the vocals and possibly some piano playing by a woman named Sweet Emma Barrett. Sweet Emma was a uh, female pianist who was born in New Orleans in 1897. She came to be best known in her earlier days for being the piano player with Oscar Papa Celestan's band, which was a uh, kind of a society band in New Orleans, and uh, ultimately played a lot for tourists in the 1940s and 50s at the Paddock Club and others as well. And Sweet Emma played with him off and on for, for many years, and then sort of picked up the mantle after he died and put her own band together, which became the basis of the Preservation Hall Jazz Band. They, that's where they started playing quite frequently in the 1960s. So on that uh, recording session, as best we know, which was from uh, June of 19, or rather May of 1974, we heard Percy Humphrey on trumpet. Percy Humphrey is kind of the linking figure of all of these recordings we're hearing today. He was uh, from a uh, a famous family of musicians in New Orleans. We're going to hear from his brother, Willie Humphrey, uh, on clarinet as well. Uh, but Percy uh, stayed in New Orleans most of his life. He was an insurance salesman. He didn't uh, depend on music for his livelihood, which was probably a wise idea. Uh, but he uh, played consistently from the 1930s up until he died in 1995. He was born in 1905 and played in the brass bands and so forth. Uh, he led brass bands. He uh, led the Preservation Hall jazz band for many years as well. Very sort of middle of the road, straight down the middle, lead trumpet player in the New Orleans tradition. On those two recordings, we also heard Big Jim Robinson on trombone. He had been active since the 1920s, playing with Sam Morgan's jazz band, and was kind of a key figure in the New Orleans traditional jazz boom of the 40s and 50s as well. We heard Willie Humphrey on clarinet. He uh, was another player who spent most of his life in New Orleans, although he uh, ambled about a couple of times in the 1910s. He went to Chicago. In the 1930s, he went to New York and even recorded with Red Allen and the Mills Blue Rhythm Band very briefly before returning home. Uh, and he had a day job as well after a while, but he recorded extensively in the 1960s and 70s and 80s until he died. He uh, uh, was about 94 when he died in 1994. Uh, as I said, his brother Percy outlived him by one year, um, and he was a, a child of 90 when he died in 1995. 
We also heard Frank DeMond on banjo, uh, at least on down in Honky Tonk Town. Uh, he was better known as a trombone player, but he was an effective banjo player. Uh, there might have been some personnel shifting in here as well. We heard uh, on piano, it might have been Sweet Emma. Uh, it might have been uh, somebody else. We don't know about that. Uh, we also heard Chester Zardis on bass. He was a very uh, active bass player through um, from the 1930s up to the 1980s in New Orleans. And uh, on drums, we heard Joseph Saeed Frazier, and he uh, played with Celestan and many other groups. He was uh, uh, in the military during World War II, I believe, and uh, played in some military bands. He was a very good technical drummer, which you can't say about many New Orleans drummers, and he was rewarded quite often with solos, as he was on Down in Honky Tonk Town. So those two tunes uh, will introduce us to our next uh, session, which was led by Sweet Emma Barrett. And um, this, as I said, also featured Percy Humphrey, as do all of these tracks today. He was probably the musical director on this. He played trumpet and even sings on one tune we're going to talk about in a second. Uh, Frank DeMond switches over to trombone on this one. Uh, we have Narvin Kimball on banjo, Chester Zardis on bass, Saeed Frazier on drums, Sweet Emma on piano and vocals and uh, the Humphreys, Willie and Percy. So we have kind of the prototype of the um, Preservation Hall Jazz Band, the one that made those famous recordings for Columbia in the 1970s and 80s. We're going to start out with a uh, good old good one, as they said, from the 1920s. Somebody Else is Taking My Place, featuring a Sweet Emma vocal. From there, we're going to hear Percy Humphrey singing on the old New Orleans folk tune, My Bucket's Got a Hole in It, along with some lyrics that you don't hear very often anymore, some that were just on the uh, on the near side of tasteful, shall we say, um, but some interesting, uh, an interesting look into early New Orleans jazz sensibilities. And then we're going to hear a two-part version of the spiritual Just a Closer Walk with Thee, a slow version featuring Emma on vocals and a fast version featuring Willie Humphrey doing a very flashy clarinet solo. Um, this was re-recorded for Columbia a few years later uh, with the classic version of the Preservation Hall Band, but I think this version actually uh, is even better. It has a lot more uh, pep to it, especially in the fast section. So this is Sweet Emma, called the Bell Gal because she wore clothing with bells sewn into it on her garters and so forth, so she jingled as she played. You might hear that on the recording. And her jazz band. Somebody else is taking my place, my bucket's got a hole in it, and two tempos of Just a Closer Walk with the
So there we have some good reconstituted New Orleans jazz. All, many, I'll say most of those players we just heard, had been active in New Orleans since at least the 1920s. They might have been playing in young bands and so forth, but they stayed largely in New Orleans through the 30s and the Depression era into the 40s until the traditional jazz revival started, and then they became known far and wide as the Preservation Hall Jazz Band and so forth. That uh, session we just heard, which uh, came from June of 1978, really sounds like the prototypical Preservation Hall Jazz Band. Uh, it was led by Sweet Emma Barrett, who started that band at Preservation Hall in the 1960s. A couple of great albums on Riverside featuring uh, them about 10 years earlier. Um, whether or not she plays piano on there, I'm not sure. It's certainly no piano solos. She was pretty uh, well along by this point. She'd been born, as I said, in 1897, so she was in her 80s and she'd had a stroke and wasn't uh, doing too well, although her singing seemed uh, relatively unimpaired. She was kind of a bluesy singer, and we heard her vocals on a couple of those numbers, including the first one, Somebody Else is Taking My Place, and the third one, the slow version of Just a Closer Walk. We also heard Percy Humphrey doing some very good trumpet playing, uh, especially on the second one, My Bucket's Got a Hole in It, which was his feature and featured his vocal as well. Some uh, very good Frank Demond on trombone. He uh, was a, a, a young white player who relocated to New Orleans in the 1960s and uh, was embraced by these musicians as a producer as well as a player. He played trombone with the classic Preservation Hall band. He had uh, studied formally, I suppose, or informally with Jim Robinson uh, and played that good, uh, very basic gut bucket tailgate trombone style that was so essential to this type of music. He also played banjo, as we heard on the first couple of tracks. Then we have Willie Humphrey, who was a really very fine musician, an excellent clarinet player. He had played in some of the WPA bands in New Orleans during the 1930s. He was a good reader. He was a music teacher. His father uh, was uh, considered one of the, the top music teachers in New Orleans, or, or actually he was just outside of New Orleans in the early 1900s. And Percy and Willie and their brother Earl, who was a trombone player, all came up uh, with very good musical instruction. And uh, Willie's technique is on display on the last tune we heard, the fast version of Just a Closer Walk, and those were that was kind of a routine solo that he played, uh, again, he recorded it with the Preservation Hall Band a few years later. Um, it might have had something to do with the variations that Chris Kelly evolved, uh, the cornet player. He, did, uh, he was known for his feature on Careless Love and I think also on this tune, although he didn't record at the time. We also heard on the fast version of Closer Walk, the rhythm section taking some featured moments. We heard Josiah Saeed Frazier on drums, a very good drum solo. Chester Zardis playing a fairly rare bass solo for him. And then Narvin Kimball on banjo. Kimball's going to be featured on the next set a little bit more. He was a left-handed banjo player who was very... Uh, much immersed in the banjo tradition, the minstrel tradition, the, 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 the flashy kind of show banjo tradition. He was a very good player. He lived uh, well into his 90s. I think he was the last survivor of this band. Uh, and he recorded with the um, uh, later, very much later version of the Preservation Hall band uh, in the early 2000s, I think. So we're going to hear uh, three more tunes in this next set. Fidgety Feet, which was originally called War Cloud, a tune by the original Dixieland Jazz Band. Probably was assembled from various parts of other New Orleans tunes, as many of their songs were. This comes from the session that we just heard, featuring the same band. Good instrumental, featuring some lively playing. 
Then we're going to jump over to our last session for Smokey Mary, uh, led by Percy Humphrey. This one uh, it comes from 1974 uh, uh, as well, and this is from May. We heard um, down in Honky Tonk Town earlier, and possibly St. Louis Blues, uh, this is a slightly different personnel. We're going to hear Percy Humphrey on trumpet, uh, Frank DeMond on uh, trombone. We're going to hear, instead of Willie Humphrey, another New Orleans um, uh, essential, Albert Burbank on clarinet. He was a very singing clarinet player, very plaintive sound, which you'll hear. And he had his own album, as did Willie Humphrey, on Smokey Mary, we may get to at some point. We're also going to hear James Sing Miller on piano and taking a vocal. Narvin Kimball again on banjo, Chester Zardis on bass, and Saeed Frazier on drums. So this band is much more like the Preservation Hall band. In fact, it is the Preservation Hall band of the Columbia period, where Zardis was replaced by the producer and manager of the band, Alan Jaffe, on tuba. So we're going to go from Fidgety Feet to uh, a flashy uh, banjo solo on Alabama Jubilee, featuring Narvin Kimball, and then a slow performance featuring James Singmiller on vocals of I'm Confessing That I Love You. So those are our tunes for this set, Fidgety Feet, followed by Alabama Jubilee and I'm Confessing That I Love You.
Nice performance of I'm Confessing That I Love You, featuring James Singmiller on piano and uh, showing the breadth of some of the repertoire and the tradition of some of the repertoire as well. We heard Percy Humphrey and his band, Percy Humphrey's Joymakers, it was sometimes known as, with um, Albert Burbank on clarinet, Frank DeMond on trombone, uh, James Singmiller on piano and singing, Narvin Kimball on banjo, Chester's artist on bass, and Saeed Frazier on drums. And as I pointed out, that was sort of the classic version of the Preservation Hall Band, although Willie Humphrey was usually the clarinetist with that. We heard him earlier. In fact, we heard him on Fidgety Feet, the first tune of that set. And then we heard Alabama Jubilee and I'm Confessing. And uh, all of these tunes uh, done for Smokey Mary, the record label that was active in New Orleans for about 10 years, from the mid-60s to the mid-70s, and giving some of these earlier style players a, a, a place to be heard on disc at any rate. 
So thank you very much. You've been listening to WETF, uh, the jazz station, South Bend, Indiana, and the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. We're going to finish up with one tune by this group that we are uh, have been listening to, Percy Humphrey's band, and we're going to feature a tune called the original Dixieland One Step. The uh, jazz tune was one of the first jazz recordings ever made by the original Dixieland Jazz Band and uh, was in the repertoire of New Orleans bands ever after. So thank you very much, and tune in again next week. <laughs>